We are live on a Friday night. What a wonderful week we had uh, in Rangerstown. You have found the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast, uh, sponsored by Johnny C's Tees, uh, for all your custom swag uh, items. <laughs> Made with quality and speed, Johnny C's. Got what you need. I lost my train of thought. I wasn't reading it. I, I was trying to do it off the cuff. But uh, nevertheless, Amateur. Uh, Amateur. you should follow Johnny C's Tees on Instagram. Uh, wonderful product, wonderful guy. Uh, and he is the official sponsor of the RTHH podcast, which we are live on a Friday night. Ricky Diffendale, along with my friends, my good friends, Bino, AJ, Cobb, and of course, Billy in the wings in his brand new bachelor pad in lovely Brooklyn, South Brooklyn. Bill, how are things in a... In that part of the world, they're Beirut. wonderful. I love, I love parking on the street now. But all, all jokes aside, now it's really nice. It's it's good to have your own space and be your own person. Are are the walls painted? The walls are painted. Confirmed. Uh, Confirmed. Yes. Painted. Confirmed. Also, someone painted the side of Billy's car with their key. Yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome to Brooklyn. Pretty yeah, much his first Bay night Ridge. there. <laughs> the life of a bachelor. Welcome to Suburbanite. <laughs> Cobb, are you drinking a Bud Heavy or a Coke Classic? I am drinking a Coke Classic. Has that worked with the diabetes? Yeah, I was going to say. Not very good. <laughs> Not very good at all. Too much sugar. Just happy you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> These are the only carbs it's you're my first. It's my first one in a while. It is a Friday very night. Good. So if there, are live, if there are live viewers, hopefully you're enjoying a nice beverage. You've earned yeah. it. This week, uh, I don't even think they're seltzers. It says vodka soda on the can. I bought them last summer. So, uh, <laughs> oh god, finally time to get rid of them. Has it been cold the whole time? Yeah, yeah, in the fridge. There's alcohol so, in it. it. Doesn't go bad. No, it's that's uh, last uh, summer is a long time ago. Why do you? Whenever I have people over, it's always to serve the beer that I've accumulated over the last couple of years. It just needs to go up. You're a real gentleman. Yeah, I try. I try my best. I don't make you pay for the beer. How how long do you think that beer was sitting in the bodega fridge? Uh, no, this is straight from the liquor store. Not that. I'm talking regular beer in general. Oh, in general? Anyway, welcome to our live Friday night podcast. Ranger things have happened. Uh, we start off with some not-so-breaking news. Uh, fellas, fresh off a national championship with the University of Massachusetts, Zach Jones has signed at ELC with uh, the New York Rangers. Now, with the way things are going, uh, does anyone have any opinions on when he might crack the lineup? Will it be this season? I think yeah. he might, after they are officially eliminated from playoff contention, he might get some burn in favor of Debo Hayek. I was going to say, uh, maybe an injury or a, you know some kind of scratch. Injury or a healthy scratch or something. Throw him Thing, in there for a little bit. Things are going well, though, so it's, you don't want to mess with the mojo. Yep. Even yep. things are going well with Lee, but you bring up Lee Hayek, who's been good, I think. But uh, nevertheless, a uh, he, he hasn't. I wouldn't say he's been good. He hasn't been god awful. He's been good. He scored a goal, but I don't know. He, he scored he a couple of goals. He it doesn't move for him. He's playing with Big Dick Brendan Smith. That's why he looks great. It, it doesn't move. Does it move in general anymore? On occasion. Oh, that's On good. Occasion. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 
I want I wanted to play just to see what he's got, but there's plenty of time for that. I, I forget which guest it was. It might have been Steven uh, when we asked him, like, what's a prospect that doesn't really get talked about much that you're excited about? I think he said Zach Jones. I'd have to go check the archives. I, I, I know he was talking about Matthew Robertson. Maybe he said Robertson. I don't know. But I listen, we have a wealth of riches, and I'm here for it. If it doesn't happen right away, it's okay. Just because things seem to be, you know, going very well for the team as comprised right now. Not so breaking news. Vitaly Kravtsov has cracked the lineup this week. Uh, how, in your opinion, has he changed the dynamic? I know he's moved around a lot, but that fourth line seems to be different with him on it, with him and Howden and Kevin Rooney. So does anyone have any opinions on that? I think that he brings a responsibility to that line, plus he's got offensive skills, so they're not just solely focused on you know, maintaining defense against whatever line they're playing against. I think he brings a little bit more panache to the fourth line. Uh, change my mind. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. He brings more skill on the offensive side than Phil DiGiuseppe does. He's more defensively responsible than Gauthier is. He doesn't take the dumb penalties that Gauthier takes, which is the only reason that Gauthier is not playing. I, mean, I know it pains you to say that. Hey, he's my boy. My boy, my baby. <laughs> Very handsome too. Hey, you know, and handsome, with the yeah. same height, he's uh, he's probably much more physically oh, imposing than I am. Definitely more spelt. Oh, I mean, I lost the chin over the last couple of months. I'm down to two. Good for you. <laughs> Good. You're down to your original two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you had one? Like your wedding day? Birth. Oh, that was yeah, probably somewhere around there. Because I look at your wedding pictures, you're like a shell of a man in more ways than one. Literally, we were very skinny. <laughs> Some kind of cancer patient. Oh, God. Oh, my God. All right, all right. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be one eventually anyway, so it's just going to oh, come full God. circle. Anyway, Vitaly Kravtsov is playing for the Rangers. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll touch more on him later on as we recap the week that was. Uh, obviously, last week we were flying pretty high after beating the Islanders. Soundly, and the Islanders just gave up a second goal to Boston. It's now two nothing Bruins. Taylor Hall, nice. uh, as we speak. So of course this guy's going to have a resurgence right when we don't need him to. And the Islanders are absolutely good for nothing. We beat them last week. They came back to beat us in overtime uh, the day after our podcast. I believe that was last Sunday. Um, Rangers played a good game. They were down two nothing. They came back and uh, lost in overtime. I hate the three on three. Actually, I love the three on three overtime. I just hate when it goes against us. I don't want to spend too much time on that because the rest of this week has been fantastic. You got a team that's scratching and clawing their way to the playoffs that you have to beat up on the lesser teams. The New Jersey Devils, as comprised right now, are a lesser team. And the Rangers so far, in a four-game set, have taken care of business in the first two games. Uh, mainly, Igor Shesterkin, Bino's new best friend, um, they're boys. They go way back. And uh, <laughs> Igor went from having zero career NHL shutouts to now two in a row. The question is, when will this kid give up a goal? I say never, but that's just me. Does anything else impress you about the Rangers in these games aside from Igor Shosturkin? I did Defensively, I mean, he, he's made he, – he has two shutouts, but he hasn't been tested really maybe once or twice in the two games. Defensively, they've been – Dominant. I mean, it, part of it is the fact that the Devils 
traded Zajac and uh, Palmieri. So now they are the Devils are the youngest team in the league by far. They, they have the Rangers beat like pretty handily now. They have everybody in their lineup is 22 years old. They they have how old is Miles Wood? Is he 26? I know one of them is 26. He's a little older, I think. He's been around for a couple of years. One of, them, one of them is 26. Everybody else is 21, 22. They're, they're a minor league hockey team right now, the Devils. It's really what it is. And, mm-hmm. yeah, well, absolutely. they got P- P.K. Subban is not 23. I forget I forget about Subban because he's been quiet over there. And they got grandpas. You, you figure Chara. he would kill the Rangers, but he just hasn't been doing it. Wait, Cobb, what would you say? They got grandpa. Don't they got Zidane Chara on the team? No, too? that's the Capitals. Oh, whatever the fuck. I'm retarded. <laughs> oh, Cobby. <laughs> We need it. This is where we need drops with the uh, yeah, wow. has been shitting the bed completely. Yeah, well, now well, fo- focusing on his move. He I can shit his bed all he wants now. He lives by himself. Oh, this is a wonderful <laughs> bed, too. I spent way too much money on it. Can we see it? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, is, is it a race sure. car bed? It's a race car bed. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. The little tight race car bed, yes. Probably because you shit it. I know we're going to talk about Jack Hughes later, but how long till that guy says, I want the hell out of here? And demand- uh, he's, he's not good enough to demand the trade yet. I, well, he, he's uh, the only devil, aside from Miles Wood, who is noticeable every time he's on the ice. And it pisses me off. Like, And, and yes, we'll get into that later. But is anyone, anyone going to try to possibly lay the body on Jack Hughes once? To let, I know Truba like, hit him a little bit in the first game. But yesterday, he's on the ice. He he constantly has the puck, and he dances around everybody. Yeah, and no one. I don't know. I don't know if they can hit him. I mean, he's he's a little guy. He's elusive. He's probably at like Fox never gets hit because Fox has that. Is elusivity a word? No, but you just made it. All right. Well, yeah, you Fox just made elusivity. El- elusiveness. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's il- elusivity is my new SAT word. Okay. Lunch drops. They put all kinds of shit in the dictionary that doesn't exist. Elusivity should be in the dictionary. Like hangry and selfie. Yeah, those things. Sure. But so Jack Hughes, he the kid can skate. He's little, and he's got that elusivity. I don't know if they can hit him if they wanted to. Uh, they have to find a way to hit him. Let him know you're there. Enough. I'm sick of watching him skate around like a little bitch, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself because I'm going to talk about Jack Hughes later. Um, the, the last thing I had written down is that Artemi Panarin is from another freaking planet. The guy's unbelievable. I can't think of anyone on the Rangers that I've ever seen play like this guy or have the impact he has other than like 2006 Yager, who's a different type of player. Um, and, and more of a control player and like a power body. Panarin's not that guy. Panarin's just his creativity and the way he, the way he positioned himself on that second goal last night, like coming full stop and setting up for a slap shot all in one motion. It's just outrageous. We are witnessing utter greatness. I could tell by Bino's reaction that he was going to bring up Yager, right? Right here, I got 123 points, 05, 06, 54 goals. Same. Uh, that's my exact example. That's that's. I mean, that's the last time we've had a player like that. It's disproductive. But Yaga was productive, but I don't don't think he took over games in the way that Panarin takes over games. 
Like you could see, I, think, it, I think you're forgetting that who Yager was. They're just different types of players. But Yager took over games also. He was a yeah, was like a power forward. Yeah, he would use his big ass to protect the puck. Panarin, and, the passes he makes, like even the Truba goal that I was I witnessed in person last night. Just that nice little <laughs> touch pass back to Truba, and it was a minute into the game, not even, and it never stopped. And it, like how said, was the how was the garden last night? You know, getting in and all that stuff. Uh. If you had the correct papers, you're uh, right in. You know, they make you do the fill out the little "Are you sick?" form on your phone, and then show them your proof of vaccination or test. It was it was five minutes, if it anything, because did was that no scan way. thing on your phone work? What, uh, yeah. How was how were the yeah. concessions? Is everything open there? Uh, every bar seemed to be open. I am go- one week from today. I am going back to the garden. Can't wait. Can't Good wait. for you. Good for you. No one. <laughs> AJ, the guys who went to West Night, Jimmy and Angel, it was like a frat house. It was just guys everywhere. Bros, as we said. There were bros everywhere. Oh, just like dudes being bros? Yeah, like groups of four of bros. Oh, that's awesome. But what happens when bros become bros, you know? And a lot of uh, put your ma- a lot of mask police, the garden is big mask police, you know. Did AJ talk any shit to Ranger other, fans? Other AJ, not me. Not me. Yeah, AJ, our friend AJ is a Devils fan. Did he get into it with any Ranger fans? Yeah, so a couple of bros, a couple of rows ahead of us. Yeah, it would it would not have been a game if he if he didn't. I would expect uh, nothing less from him. It, he was in a bad mood from forty seven seconds into that game. It's <laughs> <laughs> a rough game for him to be at. Yes, but it was Fantastic. fun. It was good to be back. I've been back. I'm glad to hear that. I don't think I went. I might have went to one game last year to be honest with you. So it feels like a long time since I've been there. The, the last game I was at was the last game. Yeah, we know. The last home game before COVID. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We killed Patty. It, was good, it yeah. wasn't a good game. They lost to the Devils. Unlike this week, where they have shut the Devils out twice. Two more coming up this weekend, uh, tomorrow and Sunday. So we're excited for that. Um, I'm also excited for our special guest tonight. Um, it is Brendan Azoff from the Back Check Podcast. I don't know if you've listened to the Back Check. I've checked in on it a bunch of times. Uh, him, I like. I don't particularly care for the Islander guy, but that's not his fault. He's just because he's the Islander guy. But uh, they're good. They're really good. So when I forget who said it in the chat, I was like, why don't you get that kid A's off? I was like, oh, I'll reach out to him right now. I think it was AJ. Uh, so AJ's going to totally fangirl over him. Fangirl. Billy's going to Billy's gonna bring him on, right? Are we good to go? Is he, is he with us, Bill? Yeah, get, give me one second. You can have a couple seconds at most. Really? That's what the lead-up just was, Billy. He doesn't pick up on this. Every week. He, yeah, he's got to feed off my energy. I'm going to talk about that for 30 seconds. Billy, that should give you 30 seconds to get it ready. And there he is. How Thank you doing? What's up, Brendan? How are you? That was the smoothest transition to the show that we've had. I just got to say. I'm camera trained, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> now, Brendan, are you currently are you watching the Yankees in the background still, or did you shut it off already? Uh, they they they're not worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much frustration to have during a show. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, don't put on the Islanders either because they're not doing us any favors. I'm, I'm texting. I heard you just mention my co-host. Um, I'm texting him right now, saying, "What are they good for?" Absolutely nothing, man. Yeah, what was his response? Did he have any? Did he? No, he agreed. <laughs> He knows. He knows. He, he's a very uh, level-headed Islanders fan. I'll give him that. So we have some good hockey conversations, and he knows how big of a weekend this is for the Rangers, and this is just not helping. You ask him to do one thing. Wait, <laughs> hold on. They're breaking in, and they did not score. 
So let's talk to Brandon Azoff, Backcheck Podcast. When did it wasn't always called Backcheck, right? No, we were uh, we were originally the BS Sports Show, and we got uh, denied by a couple of guests because it didn't seem professional enough. You know, BS. We figured Brendan Stefan just play on the initials a little bit, so we did a little revamp, changed it up, just got picked up by Belly Up Sports, which has been pretty cool, and. We're, we're just having fun talking hockey. I know that that's what you guys do here. There's nothing better than just talking hockey, especially during the pandemic. So we figured might as well start something up. How soft is this world that you can't have something called the BS Sports Show? It is crazy. Uh, right. I, I, didn't, I didn't really think like it was going to be that bad, but you know, people just got to watch their own agendas right now. So we're, we change it up. Especially when it's like literally your names. Whatever. Uh <laughs> Brendan, I know it's been kind of up and down for the Rangers this season, but mostly up recently. So what's your take on the season so far? Has anything surprised you in a good way? Has anything surprised you in a bad way? So I think Trub has actually been a good surprise. I know that Twitter goes back and forth on him because of that contract, and he's never going to live that contract down. Is he worth $8 million? Probably not, but he looks pretty good. And I also was at the game last night, and I got to you know kind of get that angle on him and defensively he looks solid i know that sometimes with the puck he looks like he's a little stiff with it but people are not getting around him like they did last year so i think he's been a very pleasant surprise so is smith kind of solidifying that last pairing too i really like what he does defensively will he be around next year probably not but he's been a pleasant surprise i just don't like the inconsistency in their offensive game at times now right now they're on a hot stretch so it looks good all the time but when they were going cold they were kind of perimeter team they won't drive the net and I think that the Rangers, especially the young kids, have to have success by driving that net. So the inconsistency in their overall game is one thing that I haven't liked so far. But it really, I mean, they're about to be six games over 500 if they win tomorrow. It's it's not all bad. They'd be in the playoffs in two of the three other divisions. Yeah. So Isn't that the way it always goes? Exactly. It really is. It's they're crazy. just too good of a man. And speaking of inconsistency, is Chris Kreider the streakiest Ranger of all time? It, he's got to be up there. I mean, I'm not not old enough to have watched too many Rangers play, but it, when he's hot, he's hot. And when he's not, he's just invisible. Wait, how old are you? I'm 22. My God, we have all these spring chickens come on the show. We're a bunch of old freaking men. This is crazy. Good for you. Whole freaking life ahead of him. It's fantastic. No, you guys all look great. All look great. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say a day to 25, so. I don't <laughs> The completely gray beard says the complete opposite. <laughs> it's crazy. It, just, it happens overnight. If Cherish he pops it. the hat off, you'll see his toupee flopping around. You got it. <laughs> you got to you cherish your youth. I'm you trying. Gotta cherish it. You got to cherish it, man. <laughs> uh, I wasted my so, youth, and here I am. <laughs> all right, settle down. You look, he just said, you, you, look, you look great. You look great. He knows I lost my third chin recently. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> So, Brendan, you were at the Garden last night. What would you say is your favorite Garden memory? It's got to be something good and fairly recent because, you know, you're not old enough to remember, you know, the <laughs> 90s. To remember a cup, I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm longing for that first one for me. But uh, my favorite memory, I was actually at Game 5, Rangers-Caps, when uh, Kreider scored with like a minute left and then McDonough won in an OT. So that Garden went from being dead silent in the playoff game to just completely erupting. So that was really cool. I those tickets were last minute a gift from my dad. We wound up going and one of the most memorable games I've ever been to. So nice. that that to me is my favorite garden memory. And the atmosphere last night, oof, it's just so different with how I mean there's so much space and 
it's not as loud. I, I miss when it was jam packed and everyone was screaming. And yeah, devils too. That's when you really start to miss it. Yeah, we but, did hear that it was a lot of bros being dudes, but there, there were, there were a lot more guys than usual in that crowd. Were there a lot of pot van whistlers? No, Good. I don't. Think there was Good. one. I hope that it's fucking done. It should be banned. It should be banned. It should be that's banned. That's that's one thing that the pandemic okay. just needs to bury. I yeah. love the pot van whistle, and I heard two because I yelled "pop in sucks" twice last night. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I might have been sleeping then, but <laughs> I, I'm so I'm so. Are you sure you're not thinking? Of, you were probably pretty liquored up. Ian. you sure that's what you're not like? <laughs> I heard you just, it. You just heard whistles. We were in two thirteen. I heard the whistle and I yelled it, and it was it, it happened in my right. in my world. It happened. Bougie two thirteen seats, whatever. Um, I'll be in two eleven next week. Uh, there was nothing bougie about two thirteen. <laughs> I know. I, I've completely forgotten how the numbers work at the New Garden. So, uh, AJ, I know that you're like a huge fan of Brendan, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take I his am. brain for a moment. I am. I check out the podcast most weeks. Not every week, but uh, most weeks. But uh, so, what do you think we can expect out of uh, Zach Jones? Oof. I'm really excited to see what he could bring. I mean, watching some of his games at UMass, he's just got that all-around speed game. And, I mean – um, it's not going to be Fox, right? But that's a similar type of game. It's the only comparison I can think of on the Rangers right now is because he's elusive in his own end. And especially when you're an undersized defenseman, you got to be uh, fast. So it's it's really cool to see how he's developed over the last two years. The UMass coach actually said he was a liability in his own end when he first came in. And now all of a sudden he's on the penalty kill. He's killing penalties, talking top guys down on, on the other team. So I'm excited for him. Not really sure if he'll get into many games at the end of the season. But next season he'll be on that bottom pairing with hopefully Nels Lundqvist, and that's going to be a really, really good top six, one of the best uh, six defensemen we've seen in recent memory for the Rangers. I'm here for it. That's per now, you said you see him on the third line. Do you think that's where he's going to slide in? You think he's definitely he's going to crack this roster? He's not going to be in the AHL? They're not going to trade him? I think that them taking and burning a year of that ELC kind of symbolizes them thinking he's going to be in the NHL next season, and I actually don't know if he'll be on the third pair. I think they're going to have like a 2A, 2B because I do like him with Truba. I think that Truba being a veteran guy that's more defensive will allow Jones that more freedom to kind of roam around the ice like he did in college. And I think that Lundqvist with Miller gives the same exact thing. So I don't know if he'll necessarily be a third line pairing. I don't know how they're going to figure that out. But to me, when I look at that defense, I think that Lingren and Fox is too good together to break up. But Truba might be a good match with Jones. I like it. I like it. Amen. If if I can, I had one. I heard your uh, that pro Islanders soliloquy that you had to give the other because you lost a bet. Now what what uh what did your buddy Stefan over there have to? What what did he have to do if he lost that bet? He would have had to give a pro Rangers one. And Wait, what's what was the bet? So we actually played each other in the men's league playoff game, and if whoever lost had to read something written by the other guy about the team. So I had to talk about how great, you know, the Islanders are, how much better they are than the Rangers, all that stuff. But uh, Alec Martinez is your favorite player in the world. I, oh, my God. You're really not allowed to say that name on this, on this podcast. That was hard for He got me there. I, I told him <laughs> I was not expecting that, so kudos to you. But I, I had a whole speech written about how he was going to have to say Artemi Panarin took less money to sign with the better team and how much better Strom is than Barzal. I was going to really make him be his own uh, pride there. But unfortunately, <laughs> my team let me down. Was it like a 
terrible loss or was it close? No, it was a 5-3 game. We just we couldn't find a way to beat him. Uh, he's a goalie, so he has a little more impact than I do. I'm just a defenseman. But uh, it was a good game. Good game. And it's Does that make it worse that he's the goalie and he's the reason you lost? He wasn't. Okay. I, I will not give him this much credit. He, his, his team blocked a lot of shots. In the men's league game especially, I was kind of surprised that they were laying out, but they wanted it more, so I'll give them that. Sounds boring like the Islanders blocking shots. Like. <laughs> it, it was, especially for us. That's it, the only thing I could do back in the day. I would have made in Czechoslovakia written backwards on the back, on the inside of my thigh. <laughs> the only thing That's I can do. I can't skate, I can't shoot, but I can lay down in front of a puck. Exactly. Sell the body out. Made in Czechoslovakia. Made in Slovakia, Damn. sorry. Made in Slovakia. In the rubber. Uh, <laughs> doing all this. What I like about the young guys we bring on is they do their they do their research, man. They know their shit. I don't I I only know about this stuff because I follow them on Twitter. I'm not doing any fucking research. I got so, nothing in front of me right now. This is all from the head. Right, it's up, it, but I'm saying it, it's up there. You know your shit. Yeah, but I'll take it. We did. We don't know shit. We just jerk off to fucking. We like the Rangers, so we talk about them, but we don't fucking know anything. Sometimes you guys make good points though when you don't know anything either. So you guys don't. Know anything, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I mean, fair, absolutely fair. It. You put a bunch of monkeys in a room, give them a typewriter. Eventually, they'll write Shakespeare. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I feel like you've been waiting a while to say that. Um, I have a lot of those up my sleeve. Just wait to come out. Oh, my God. Bean, you have anything for Brendan? No, I got nothing. Brendan, Bean, I went to the game last night, and he's not feeling well today. Despite the win, he was overserved. Yeah. But but who did he meet in the parking lot? He was starstruck last night. I met Igor Shesterkin in the parking garage across the street from the garden last night. And we we fist bumped. And took some pictures together. It was magical. Were they uh, socially distanced <laughs> pictures, or did he not care? Uh, for all, yeah, we were socially distanced. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was it was basically outdoors. I mean, it's a, we, right, we, it's it was uh, yeah, it was the, right across the street, above tracks. It would be the tracks, a little place. Uh, yeah. I, I saw the pictures, and he looked incredibly uncomfortable. He wanted no part of you guys. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, I'm sure, like, what goes through their head, right? Normally, they'd go up to a fan and just kind of interact with right. them. You got to be cautious. They don't yeah, they got to be careful. Well, we ran right up to him, and he seemed uh, not too frightened of us. So, <laughs> four, right. four grown men running out of guy, running. Yeah, grown <laughs> a bunch, a bunch of almost forty year old guys running up to the Rangers goalies. What's he? How old is he? Twenty two, twenty three. He's 25. 25. 25. 25. 25. See, I don't know shit. <laughs> he's older. He's older he's, than uh, Gorgiev. Or right, he's too, he's too old. We need, we need a youth movement in goal. I, I think I like him. <laughs> I think so, too. Man, especially the – I'm so – I, I hated how he didn't have a shutout. And sure. it just – the other night, they're up like – what was what they win the first game? 3 nothing. I think they were both four. I'm sitting next to my wife, and she's like, "Why? Like they're not going to lose." I'm like, "I know they're not going to lose, but I'm not going to tell you why I'm freaking out. Like it needs to be triple zeros right now. This kid needs a shutout." And then, ho hum, he gets another one the next night. Fantastic! Yep. What a week! What a fantastic week! Hopefully, it rolls right through the weekend. Um, and you know, two more wins, four more points, and we need the Islanders to set their game up right now because it's still two nothing Boston. Uh, That's terrible. So if if no one has anything else for Brendan, I have the question. 
Cobb, are you good? I'm good. Fino's good. He's not even really here mentally. AJ, you're good. You did. <laughs> you, AJ, you got your fangirling out of the way. Yeah, for the most part. Oh, hat. The guy. Uh, <laughs> the guy that the movie Goon was based on. Like, yeah. You guys got him on. How, how did that come about? You got him on the podcast. So that actually was not us. Uh, Tolik Bortz, who runs Alternate, uh, we've we've worked with him. We kind of helped him out with his charity, and he just reached out to us and said he did a charity hockey game with Doug Smith, the guy that Goon was based off of. If you want him to come nice. on, he's going to, and that was awesome. What a good guy! Like I, I was expecting him, you know, to to come on and not really be all for the interview, like give us five minutes and get off. But he wanted to talk, and he actually said, "If you guys ever want to break down a fight, have me on again." And he's from Boston. Those guys don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I should have guessed, but I, I was, I was you know, to me, that was one of the bigger ones we had at the time, especially after the whole movie thing. I wanted to know more about what Jay Bruchelle was like behind the scenes, but we didn't get into that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Great, great movie, though. Good. Oh, I love it. Xavier Laflem. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. That, that was one of the better hockey movies of recent memory. Nothing like the old slap shot and stuff, but still good. <laughs> Speaking of hockey movies, this this came up. We had a top five on a couple. couple we did a top five. five. A couple of podcasts ago. Have you seen the movie Puck Hogs? No. Thank God. Uh, I'm the only Thank person God. in the world. Yeah. Only person in the world. I was it afraid is- he. I was afraid he was young enough that he was going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's filmed in the style of The Office. And it's a little Van Wilder-esque. The writing is terrible. The acting is terrible. But you put it all together, and I left. <laughs> but you put it in your top five of all time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Top five. Hockey, number five, but top five hockey movies of all time. just want to put a movie in that no one saw, and it can be different than everyone else. That's only it was right. recency bias. I was at work. I was doing nothing. I put it on. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nobody in general is watching this thing. Nobody at my job is watching this thing. <laughs> Well, they're missing out. Anyway, I have the question for Brendan before we let him go. Uh, Brendan, gun to your head, you can only have one fast food chain the rest of your life. What is it? Wow, I am the wrong person to ask this question to. He didn't look like he's like a fast Uh, food person. He doesn't look like a fast food person. Yeah, I mean, I'm drinking Michelob Ultra right now because I'm watching the calories (laughs) going to Florida next week. Uh, Oof. One... That's one that's... one juice bar the rest of your life. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, that that's actually a really hard question because there's so many of them. Uh, it also depends what you count as fast food. Does it have to have a drive-through? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say no, but it, okay. no, it doesn't have to be strictly drive-throughs, but there has to be at least one with a drive-through. <laughs> like uh, Nathan's used to have a restaurant with a drive-through. Nathan sure did. Count. Sure did. I mean, if five guys counts, I'll say five guys. I don't know if that counts. AJ, I'll I'll see the decision to you, AJ. I have yet to see a five guys with a drive-thru. I was hoping there was one. If it's that tough of a decision, we'll accept. (laughs) We'll accept. Five guys. (laughs) So Wendy's will be a close second just because of my college experiences with them. Thank you. I'll I'll take Wendy's. if we let Wawa count, we have to let five guys count. I rejected Wawa. You guys just overruled me. Wawa is a gas station, not fast food. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, they, they serve sandwiches. It's not a fast they food do. restaurant. But they I don't get know the why sandwiches we pretty quick. Or sheets in New York. I, we need something around here. Sheets. We, we do need some Wawa's. I don't even know what Sheets is. Sheets is Wawa on steroids in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Sheets is good. <laughs> down Florida, too. We, uh, we have a Tim Hortons on Cohansia. North- oh, my God. Here he is again. Right on the conduit. Right on the, on the conduit. <laughs> Brand new. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Brendan, listen, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, if you don't listen to the back check, make sure you check out the back check with Brendan and Stefan, the former BS sports show. Now the back check. Check them out if you haven't. Brendan, thank you for the time tonight and your input. It is appreciated. And uh, congratulations on only being 22. That's awesome. Appreciate <laughs> it. We will talk to you soon. Definitely. All right, Brendan. Take care, man. Thank you. What a handsome guy. Yeah. I thought that was uh, Aaron Judge. That's the lack of fast food. <laughs> Yo, he does. He he does look like Aaron Judge. He yeah, does. Yes, Aaron Judge. Is that his more movie? handsome? A more handsome I've version of Aaron Judge. Judge. Aaron Judge is a dick. <laughs> he just can't stay on the field. He's he's like fucking Mike Stanton. I refuse to call him John Carlos Stanton. He's Mike Stanton. But they are the same Aaron, person. They cannot stay on the field. Aaron Judge filled in the gap in his teeth like some kind of traitor to the gap tooth nation. Did oh, he really? He did. Yes, he did. Yeah. He looks great. He's a piece of it's a piece of shit. You're so I don't look great? No, you're not <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> He's a traitor. He's an asshole. I was very happy to see that Michael Strahan's was an April Fool's prank. I was ready to lose it on Michael Strahan. He's the that's, king of the gap tooth. That's his signature. He needs he is, that. He's the king of our culture. And I thought I really thought he went for it. He's the king of our culture. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brendan Azoff, great guest. Great kid. They're all kids. So they're all kids. That the kind of makes you think, like, we fucking wasted our time, man. <laughs> no, we, do, we, didn't, we didn't have this stuff. This outlet was not available. How many years ago? 14 years ago? 15 years ago? When we were 22? It's not... It wasn't there. It wasn't there. I'm glad that they're grabbing the opportunity I, while it's there. I was thinking about this the other day, because Jerry Recco on the fan was talking about how we worked for uh, Sports Phone. It's like, I... I remember being in college, calling sports phone, and getting scores like this. Wasn't it not nine seven six one three one three? Some shit I don't remember. I, I remember sitting there watching softball number. games and calling sports phone to find out the score of the Met game. Yes, wow, we really did. We are old. <laughs> We're old as shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got kids like we had that Tyler Ward, who was like, "Yeah, I don't even go to school. I'm just putting my all my eggs in the YouTube basket." Taking a goddamn chance, and he's man. He's only that's, twenty, right? That's awesome. Yeah, they're young. Oh, it's, just, doing, it's crazy. They're all little babies. They're going to look silly when this internet bubble bursts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when this when this internet fad fades out, yeah. it's over. <laughs> oh, my God. Billy, let's do it. Trivia. 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 Trivia and Bino, are you proud? I didn't have to tell him to play trivia. He just knew exactly where we're going. He read me. He read me on that one. I'm gonna delay. I'm gonna grab a beverage, but I'll be ready. Because right he knew that it, was that it was that part of the show. Bino's gonna check his internet. I think. No, okay. do, do we want standings? Yeah, give us the standings. In sixth, we have Andrew with four correct. 
Wow, and he got four. He did very well. He did very well last week. Otherwise, I would have not put him. Tied for fourth, we have Cobb and Al with six. And third, we have Dino with hasn't even been here in four weeks. That's fair. They they they've made roughly the same amount of podcasts. Well, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Billy. In second, we have Ricky with 18, and in first, we have AJ. You totally skipped third. No, he he didn't. He didn't. I cut him off. He didn't. What was Bino's score? Bino is in third with nine. Ricky is in second with 18. AJ is in first with 19. AJ, we are setting the the pace. Just like in real life. Just like in real life, baby. (laughs) And we are setting the pace here. This is is a two-horse race coming down the stretch. It's 162 podcast season. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who would like to go first tonight in trivia? I'll go first just because I didn't write my question down. So I got to say it before I forget it. Okay. Last year, I don't remember the date because I didn't write it down. Nikki Zibanejad scored five goals in a 6-5 Rangers win over the Capitals. Who scored the other Rangers goal? 30 seconds. Start now. Rangers won 6-5. Mika scored 5 of the 6. Who scored the other goal? Uh, I should have known this. 15 seconds. I hope it's not the person I just erased. 5 seconds. Level. It is he who shall not be named. Me and Ricky are now tied. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wrote Lingren and I erased it. Tony uh, D. Anthony D'Angelo, the pride of New Jersey. <laughs> Formerly the pride of New Jersey. Nice. D'Angelo's uh, baby boy. Me and AJ in an NHL tie. Man. All right, who's next? I have a game in hand. You didn't ask your question yet. True. I'll go. Okay, right. please do. Please do. These uh. two former goaltenders were originally drafted by the New Jersey Devils. They later played for the New York Rangers. Who are they? Oh my Christ. Ooh. We don't get like an we don't get an era or anything? Uh not in the last five years. Is it a point each? Uh, no, because I can't get it. So, fair enough. <laughs> I know one of them. Drafted by the Devils, played for the Devils, and then eventually played for the Rangers. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Does one of them currently work? No, don't history? answer that. Don't answer that. Don't answer it. <laughs> I ran off to get a beer. What did I miss? Nothing. We could flip him if you're ready. Uh, hold on. I think my second, first one's right. Second one, I think I got wrong. I'm ready. Cobb, you ready? Yeah, why not? Kevin Weeks, Dunham, Dunham. Dunham is one, and the other is – I can't see what Cobb's bottom one is. I don't know. Oh. Uh, it, was, was Dunham? Car- Weeks did Dunham? not – Weeks was not drafted by the Devils? He was on Carolina. He was not. Oh, he was... oh my God! What is it? What's the second one? Did I get it? No, it was Kirk McLean. Ah, shit! Oh shit! 
But Kevin Weeks, did, Carolina was not his first team. It was either the Devils or the Islanders were his first team. But he was not drafted. I don't know. He might have been, but he was not drafted by the Devils. Uh, Are we giving yeah. half credit or no? Uh, no partial credit. And the funny thing was uh, Mike Dunham was drafted uh, the same year as Marty Brodeur, and that's why Mike Dunham never had a career with the Devils. Never played. <laughs> I'm going to go next, if that's all right. All right. Okay. In 1997, this Ranger scored a wraparound overtime winner in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference semifinals to eliminate the New Jersey Devils. I'll say it again. In was 19... It, you want me to say it again? No, 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 no. I was just going to ask if that was one of your top five, because I know we're doing a segment later. No, in 1997, this Ranger scored a wraparound OT winner in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals to eliminate the New Jersey Devils. 30 seconds. Yeah, I already started counting because you read it. Okay, good. Islanders losing 2 nothing at the end of 2, doing us no favors in the standings. When you're ready to when you're ready to flip them, flip them. AJ, you don't need Oh, you did right. The answer was Adam Graves. Adam Graves is the answer. No, it is not in my top 5 because I don't know. I, was, I, I picked things that, you know, the top 5 to me that I remember my memories. 97 is too long ago. Too too long ago. I remember the Flyer series from that year. I don't remember the Devil series at all. Well, Adam Graves scored a wraparound OT winner. They lost game one. They won four in a row. All right, Calby, you're up. Okay. February 22nd, 2018, the Rangers and the Devils made their first ever trade together when the Rangers sent this player to the Devils in exchange for Igor Rykov and the second-round pick in the 2018 NHL Entry Draft. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Why can't I remember his name? Once again, February 22nd, 2018, the Rangers sent this player to the Devils in exchange for Igor Rykov and a second-round pick in the 2018 NHL Entry Draft. Five seconds. I think I, I think I undershot it. I think this guy was too long ago. No, I, I, I know. I, for some reason, for some reason, I think Ricky got it right. I know no. I got it right. I think Ricky got it right. I don't, I don't think I did. Flip him. Flip him. Grabner. It was Grabner. I put Grabner. Grabner. I didn't remember his damn name. It was Grabner. <laughs> it was Michael Grabner. I knew it was. Oh, I knew it was sorry with a G. Grabner. I, I almost wrote Adam Clendenning. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first trade they ever made. How did Adam Hall end I, up a devil? I, Adam Hall, cake eater. How did he end up a, a devil then? Wasn't he a devil? No idea. I'm thinking of Adam Larson. I think it was Adam a devil. Banks is a cake eater, but uh, whatever. <laughs> so Bill, Alex didn't send a uh, trivia question, did he? Nope. All right, so AJ lives to lead another day then. Um, I think I, I think it's. It. I think I extended my lead. Yeah, extend yeah. this. Also, uh, it's Bino's <laughs> time does, to shine. Mine doesn't extend anymore. So. Well, it's Bino's time to take control of the podcast. Who am I? It's time for who am I? My streak is probably around six podcasts. 
It's just outrageous. Let's see what you can do today. Bino, take it away. I'm going to power through this one. Okay. Originally drafted by the New Jersey Devils, second overall in 1987. This uh, future Hall of Famer spent five seasons with the Devils. In his 21-year career, playing for five different teams, scoring 656 goals, 52 of them were with the Rangers from 2006 to 2008. In 2009, his last season, he returned to the or uh, up the skates and retiring. This eight-time All-Star and three-time Stanley Cup champion is the only player in NHL history to score over 600 goals and have over 2,000 penalty minutes. Who am I? Ah, I was, I was hoping there was going to be more. I was hoping there was going to be a red herring. More. Could you repeat? If I added Re one more line to this, it'd be a dead giveaway. So repeat the whole. Repeat, don't, the, don't repeat the whole the thing because I know it. Don't add the line. Repeat so the whole thing. Drafted by the Devils in 1987, second overall, he played parts of five seasons with the Devils. In his 21-year career, he played for five different teams, scoring 656 goals. 52 of those. 52 of those goals with the Rangers from 2006 to 2008. Uh, 2009, his last season, he went back to the Devils, and then they retired. I got to say, I did not remember him going back to the Devils. Neither did I, but he, we wouldn't re-sign him, and he held out, and then he signed like a you know, deadline freaking one-year deal, and then he played a couple of games and retired. Uh, Eight-time eight All-Star, three-time Stanley Cup champion, only player in the history to score over 600 goals and have over 2,000 penalty minutes. And when when AJ flips over the right answer, you're all going to be very upset with yourselves. <laughs> I think Ricky's the only one not ready. I'm not, I'm not ready. You've had well, it's not, it's not like there's a, a show with dead air or anything <laughs> that we have to worry about. No, thank God. All right, I'm not. I'm flipping a blank then. Oh, you can't like draw a penis on it. Nothing, just a blank. All right, hold on. Texas with a dollar sign. <laughs> it's a chode. Yager? No, it wasn't Yager because Yager's chode. Yager's still chode. It looks like some kind of. <laughs> the correct name is. Is it really Brendan Shanahan? Brendan Shanahan. I was going to write that. He didn't win three Stanley Cups with the Devils though. No, no, with the Red Wings. That's what threw me. Devil. That's what threw me off. That's not. Well, I almost wrote Shanahan. If I wrote he played in Detroit, everyone would have got the answer. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I, you know what? I am upset because I was going to write Shanahan. Fuck. Well, All right, did. podcast is over. Have a great week, everybody. Your streak, streak is over. Oh, right. Streak is dead. Streak and is dead. Got a new streak. Have a good night. Two Ranger things row. have happened. Man, have a great night. Podcast is over forever. <laughs> all right, it's time for That's our top probably five. Probably not far away. And I, I usually do all my shit like tomorrow, and I totally forgot, and I did it all today, and I was battling through today to get this, <laughs> like laying on the couch trying to, oh, devil. I got to grab another beverage. Well, it's time for our top five best Ranger moments. Against the New Jersey Devils and keeping with the Devils theme as we are playing them four times this week. Two in the books, two wins for the Rangers, two coming up tomorrow and Sunday. 
Um, and I know, Kevin, you requested to go first in this segment. So give us your top I did, five. I had, uh, I had a couple of fairly decent ones, I guess. Do you hear me don't, groaning? Don't, it's I heard very, you. It's very hard yes. to move. You also, you interrupted Cobb. And it's yeah, not nice. I, I just assumed that he wasn't talking because that's what he does. But, All right, go ahead, yeah. Kevin. Well, Your top five you. Ranger moments against the Devils. Starting from the bottom, when the Rangers smoked the Devils 7-3 at Yankee Stadium in the open-air game, that was very nice. Oh, Number four, when Scott Gomez, after he was picked up as a free agent, scored two goals against the Devils in game four of the 2008 Eastern Conference quarterfinals. Yeah, yeah. Also in that series, he had three assists in game one. Yeah, yeah. So he had a very nice series against them. Number three was Sean Avery using his hand and stick waving screen in front of Rodor in game three of the 08 quarterfinals. That, and in game five, when they won the game, Rodor refused to shake his hand during the handshakes. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Fatso. Fatso. Uncle Daddy. Yeah. Uh, number two was actually the answer to Ricky's question. So if you want to negate my answer to that question, you can. But it was Adam Graves' series clinching goal in game five of the 97 semis. And, of course, number one is Stefan Matteau with the game-winning goal in the 94 Eastern Conference Final. Solid list, Kevin. Solid list. Mine's very similar. Mine's very similar. I would, I'll, I'll go I'll, – I'm just going to go next because fuck you guys. But my top five Ranger moments against the Devils all time. Number five, I put the victory in the 2008 uh, Eastern Conference quarterfinals. Remember when Yager hurt his shoulder weirdly but then came back and played – uh, that was a resounding victory in that series. I believe it was four to one. Uh, number four is the birth of the Avery rule, mm-hmm. as Cobb had on his list. I put that in at number four. Number three, I have the Messier guarantee game. We all know the story. I'm not going to go into it. Number two, I have March 19th, 2012. Three fights between the Rangers and the Devils as the puck drops, and I'm pretty sure the Rangers won all three. It was Stu Bickle, Brandon Prust, and Mike, and, uh, and Mike Rupp. And I was at I was at that game with my brother-in-law, Dan, and it was the first hockey game he ever went to. And that's how it started. And it was fantastic. And then, yes, number one, Matteau, Matteau, Matteau. No-brainer. <laughs> but the Messier guarantee should have been on everyone's list. What, what are we doing? Fucking God. Because we are men of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Other people would not have that on their list because they were not alive. <laughs> I didn't say you had to be alive, but we were all nice. alive. For you that. said memories. Yeah, I know, but I remember that. Yes, but somebody who is not alive cannot remember it. But if they watched it back, then they remember watching it and how they got all oh. those feelings and said right. semantics. Semantics. Go ahead. There. Uh, who's up? Bino or me? I don't care. Whoever. All right, I'll go. Okay. So I have number five is the Messier guarantee and the Matto goal. Wrap what? them into one because at, at number are, five. At number five, those but those are my first hockey memories. Other than I went to my first game that year. It was President's Day. Tony Amante won the game in overtime. They beat the Penguins five four. Just how memory works. My entire life, I thought Brian Leach scored that game winning goal. I looked it up today. It was Tony Amante. <laughs> so, Messier and Matteau, 
first hockey memory, number five. Number four, I have Avery and Brodeur, the whole interaction, calling him fatso, not shaking his hand, waving in front of his face. Number three, I have the line brawl, which I know I put it in our Rangers, our Ranger fan group chat. If you have not seen the interview that they all did together, it was basically Mike Rupp running the show, but the six of them just got on a Zoom and recorded it and reminisced about the whole thing. It's fucking fantastic. It was awesome. I I mean Cam Jansen, I fucking hated him. I love him now. <laughs> that, okay. that whole thing was great. Number two, this is a, a personal favorite of mine. Cobb may have been there, maybe not. We went to go see the Rangers and the Devils play at the Prudential Center for my brother's it was either his twentieth or twenty first birthday. So it was like 10, 11 years ago, somewhere around there. Rangers there. lost one nothing, which sucked. But after the game was over, you know, a little Almost brouhaha during the game. Some girl threw up on my back. Oh, <laughs> God. Her, her and her boyfriend got thrown out of the game. You, Cobb, you were there? Yeah. Yeah, all right, perfect. Oh, that is but revolting. At the end of the game, we're waiting online at the parking garage, waiting for our car, and some dickhead Jersey Devils fan with his brand-new Lexus convertible. It's the middle of fucking February. He puts the roof down. And turns the fucking bullshit techno jersey fist pumping music all the way up. And he's sitting there looking at everybody, bobbing his head with his fucking hand on the fucking steering wheel. He thinks he's in reverse. He guns it. He goes forward, up onto the curb, throws it in reverse, backs up, rips the whole fucking front end of his car off. And front of his car and just right drives off. away. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you do at that point? One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. That is a personal me, that's a personal for me memory. getting hit in the mouth with a yo-yo, that was probably your number yes, one. Yes, my little sister and her friend fucking threw a yo-yo. We had a little half wall in my kitchen. Yo-yo, I didn't even know they were over there. Just this yo-yo comes sailing over the wall. I look out of the corner of my eye. I track it across the room. It's I look right up. I look up. I just, as, it's, as it's connecting with my mouth, and that was the hardest I've ever seen him laugh in my entire life. Oh, my God. But, so, anywho, and then my... All-time top Rangers Devils moment was, as Cobb said, that fucking stadium series game was fantastic. The the whole experience was phenomenal. Front row tickets right behind the Yankees dugout. Yep. Somebody who I won't name on the podcast set the whole thing up, got us the seats, and then basically got arrested during the first intermission and missed the rest of the game. Yes. As I recall, it was public urination, was it not? (laughs) It was, yes. We come home, our... fucking, the bus door is frozen shut. I got Bino's pregnant wife trying to climb out the window. It was a fucking mess. Awesome. Loved every second of the experience. Is that when you guys were on TV? That was that game, right? Yes. When I tried with to start Jeremy Ronick, yeah. chant on live TV and nobody joined with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm home person. watching the TV and I'm watching that the game also... and I see you guys. I see Brian Doyle and I see you guys on TV talking to Jeremy AJ Ronick. with the fucking hilarious. on. Yes. Absolutely hilarious. And, and then Sean, ba- and Sean Baggs dumping a beer on Johnny McEnroe. Yes. Sean, Sean Rudolph, no malice in his heart whatsoever. John McEnroe is walking into the Yankees dugout after his little appearance on the field. We start yelling his name, and he's like, yeah, like these are my fans. I'm going to say hello. Sean leans over. He puts his – he's drunk. So he puts his beer under his right arm. arm, but then shakes with his right hand. Spills the whole beer on John McEnroe. The entire fucking beer. He just he grilled us like I thought I was gonna get 
feet with a fucking tennis racket. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day, oh, it was great. We harassed Kevin Weeks the whole game. The guy was oh awesome. Gosh. I love him. I yep. love that guy. I, I, we met every Ranger personality, player, past and present that that because we were right by the dugout. I picked what Graves, uh, Matthew Barnaby. Uh, the night Oaks, game we went. The, the night did, game was the. That was the Islander game. Was the night game where we met Richter. We met at Richter. We all, we all took the picture. I was not at that one. I had to work. Al, to Al Trotwig, Chico Resch, like anybody you can think of. We AV. That oh, was great. And, and Weeks was fucking great. He was like, give, not giving it back to us, but he was like, yeah, like this is fucking awesome. Yeah, that, was, that was fun. Uh, you know your, your, your top five? I think I want to change my list now. I, I left that. That was an honorable mention. And my honorable mention was that they did this whole stadium series was that because it was so much fun. But All right, number five. Uh, I had the Yager return to the lineup after he hurt his arm. That was awesome because uh, I was in – I think that was in Jersey. I believe I was there with AJ in another game, double game with AJ, and that was awesome. Uh, number four is a combo of two moments because in my brain I thought there were one moment until I looked it up and realized it's two separate moments. Uh, at the Garden, Drury scored a goal with 16 seconds left to tie the game, and they won it in like a shootout. And in my brain I thought that was a year when – then they needed Tampa to lose uh, to beat Carolina, and we made the playoffs. But I was completely wrong. This was that was the year before. This was like a random game that Drury scored a tying goal, and they. But the real game was when the Devils they beat the Devils five two, and I was at that game also, and I was with AJ and his uncle, and we were at local, and we were gonna get, buying airline tickets to fly to Carolina to watch Tampa beat Carolina. And good thing we didn't because the game was in Tampa Bay. And that's, that's a, you know, that was a 12 o'clock game. That was a Sunday afternoon game. That, that's all you need to know. But good thing we didn't fly to Carolina because we've been very dis- – we've been watching it on airport television. <laughs> full disclosure. Full disclosure. Not this AJ. Different AJ. Different AJ. Different AJ. Yes, uh, different fan, AJ. Diff- double fan AJ. Different AJ. Uh, number three, I have the face Animal. of – same thing. The face-off fight was awesome. Bickle, Rupp, and Prust. Uh, I had this as number two when I changed it to number one before the podcast. Number two, I have the Matteo Matteo because it was awesome to go to the Stanley Cup. And I moved the Messier guarantee to number one because if it wasn't for the Messier guarantee and the hat trick, we wouldn't, it wouldn't even have been a game seven. You wouldn't have had the Matteo that's Matteo. Right. So that's the only reason. That was my only uh, change to my list. And Avery was honorable mention, and the whole stadium series was another, like, just a personal memory that was awesome, that whole thing. Fantastic. Like, that AJ just said. That whole thing that this AJ just said. About the whole thing. Thing. From the second we we met in Breezy to get on the bus, from that minute until after the game at the Blarney, the whole experience was we one of the best days of my entire life. Fantastic day. We went to the Blarney? We did, yes. So some, of us, some of us made it to the Blarney. I probably didn't Some make people it. did not. And they won 73, 7-3, right? That game? Yes, they did. That, they, they were down in the beginning of the game, and they stormed yeah. back to win 7-3. Step on, shoot out, uh, penalty shot goal or something, if I recall. And, and they were, uh, if I'm remembering the jerseys correctly, I think the worst ones they ever had. The Devils had the awesome green jersey. Uh, they yeah, had the nice green ones, and we had the ugly fucking. The, the yeah. white ones with, like, the lightning letters. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like those. No, I don't like them. I don't like them. 
Anyway, a, a quick new segment for this week. It's called the Weekly Pain in the Dick. And this week, the or, or the PID. This week's PID is none other than Jack Hughes. Uh, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, someone on the Rangers needs to find a way, take the body on this little lanky piece of shit, and stop letting him skate around like he is Yager. Because Yager, he is not. So tomorrow or Sunday, someone, I don't even, you don't even need to lay him out. Just bump him a little bit, and then he'll stop being a pain in the dick. Jack Hughes is this week's PID. Anyway, honorable mentions to Thomas Janssen. I fucking hate that guy. I don't even know who that is. He's number eleven he's for the Devils. Oh, he's useless. But it, I've hated him since. I didn't know who he was before this season. I've hated him since the first time they played the Devils. Him and Lindgren were going at it in front of the net. And then the devil scored on that play, and he turns around and he screams, fuck yeah, you can hear the audio on the TV, fuck yeah, in Lindgren's face. And Lindgren put his head down and skated away, and I've hated Thomas Johnson ever since. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, it's Jack Hughes this week, pain in the dick. Uh, <laughs> hot takes for the weekend. Uh, by the way, what I, I forgot to mention before, there was a lot of flack on Twitter last night given to Lindy Ruff for challenging Kravtsov's goal. What the fuck is he supposed to do? If he's yeah, told to play his offsides, you you don't say, "Oh, what a dick move!" Like it's not. That's how you play the game. Uh, you is, get a challenge. It was offsides. You challenge. It sucks for Kravtsov. I'm sure he doesn't care. He's going to score other goals. But it's just you, you're really going to get on Lindy Ruff for coaching his team, even though they're down four nothing. That's enough. That's that. That was lame for people to think that. That's the everybody gets a trophy generation. The, the that's yeah, it's nuts. Professional hockey. I just feel bad for Kravtsov, though, because you saw them taping up the fucking puck to write your first Yeah, I know. Down, and they're like, yeah, it sucks. But he just, You're right. He just left. He had the absolute correct reaction to have to He's that. He's just like, eh. <laughs> the play was offsides. You challenge it. You move on. That's it. It was offsides. You don't get on Lindy Ruff for doing it. You know that I they think. have a whole, if it's one guy for the Devils, because they're a low-budget organization, there's one guy <laughs> in their back end that is reviewing every goal. And he immediately sends offsides, or yeah, like they have that guy. That's his job on every team. They have guys. Yeah, every team has that. It's automatic thing. Watching the challenge, and that's it. I thought it was unfair of people to get on Lindy Ruff for doing that to Kravtsov. Like it was some kind of personal thing. That's any team would have done that. Any team. Anyway, that's my two cents on that matter. Any hot takes for the weekend? Two against the Devils. One tomorrow. One Sunday. Hot takes. But before hot take, don't worry. Lindy Ruff will probably be fired at the end of the season and be on a I think well, I no, think Vigneault is more likely to get fired than Lindy Ruff. Oh, no. Avery will be fired. He should have been fired already. But Lindy Ruff is going to fall on the sword for a horrible devil season that they really had no chance to begin but with. This, so. Yeah, they, I don't think they had any expectations. I think this is a rebuilding year for them just like the Rangers. I think Ruff The Rangers stays. are a year ahead because they signed Artemi Panarin. He took less money. Just want to remind the Islander fans. Never forget. <laughs> so my hot take though: Shesterkin loses on Saturday. Oh no! Georgiev shuts the Devils out Sunday. My hot take is that Shesterkin has a third straight shutout tomorrow. Come on! My hot take <laughs> is this one's for Ricky because he wants to know who is going to truck Jack Hughes. It's going to be Keandre Miller. 
He's been tossing people uh, like across the ice surface. I, like it's not. I don't know if Keandre Miller can hit Jack Hughes. It might just be more like a knee to the skull because just going to be yeah yeah he's but he's going to whatever it takes. Him. So yeah. Uh, my hot take: the Devils have been embarrassed for two straight games. Uh, in the first, probably first ship, someone is going to get some teeth knocked in, and I don't know who it is on the Devils because I don't know who their players are because they're all minor leaguers, but. Someone's gonna have to fight somebody because that's how hockey works, and it will probably be. It's gonna be McLeod. It's gonna be McLeod and Lindgren, and... Whoever, whoever, they, whoever they throw out there first. So they better line it up with somebody that can fight. Because I would gonna... throw. Yeah, uh, you might as well throw Smith out there then. Because Brendan Smith or uh, yeah. Truba. It could be true. Yeah, Truba or Lindgren. Truba's emerging uh, uh, front runner now from you know making all this money, playing well, kicking the coach out of the locker room, or asking him to stand outside. Whoever. <laughs> yeah. <he's> <laughs> Chuba might be the guy to uh, step up. Good, so, good. For He's been stepping up. I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't think any of our hot takes from last week came to fruition. I totally forgot what they were anyway. Yeah, um, AJ, I, I listened back to the last five minutes, and I didn't say anything about a shutout from Shesterkin. <laughs> that could have been like three weeks ago. <laughs> Islanders are still losing 2 nothing. They're currently out of power play. It'd be nice if they could beat the Bruins, but it's not looking good. 16 minutes left in that game. Uh, and it's time for Gordon Ramsay. Any last words, you fucking donkeys? And that's the question. Are there any last words from any of you fucking donkeys? Um, I forgot oh, this was a thing, so I didn't prepare anything. Yeah, I was going to say, don't all jump at once. I guess but, my, uh, my hot take I'll was kind of last it. I'll go. Copy. I would like to congratulate Artemi Panarin on playing in his 100th game with the Rangers, which was this past Tuesday. So, congratulations, Artemi. And before last night's game, in the past 10 games he's played, five goals, nine assists, and 14 points. So, just keep that up. Keep up the good work. You're a fucking superstar. And we'd like to remind all Islander fans, as we've reminded them in this, numerous times in this podcast, that... We got him for a lot less money than they did. So yeah, yeah, they they're all invited to suck it. Yep. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna piggyback Cobb because I wrote this down before I totally forgot about it. Uh, Connor McDavid has played in 42 games. He's got 69 points, 23 goals, 46 assists. Don't forget Panarin sat out and missed 10 games, and he he has played 32 games, 15 goals, 31 assists. That's a big 10 games that he missed, and this guy could be one of the best players in the league right now if he played. Yep. Full season. If he played all those if other he, 10 he, games. This whole nonsense didn't happen. He could be up there with Conor McDavid as far as, you know. There's been a lot of nonsense with the Rangers. Like, if you think about, like, all the shit that's happened, if that if it was just, like, a regular season, maybe they're in the playoffs. But Four points. It is what it is. But that, those were not my last words. Okay. Uh, what are they, then? Because we have not spoken about it, the Mets... We're supposed to play tonight. <laughs> they got snowed out in Colorado. Um, I read an article this morning in the Post, I believe it was, about how should the Mets play, they should not start Jacob deGrom tonight because it's going to be cold. Jacob deGrom is an adult. You're paying him a hundred-something million dollars. And if you don't start him because it's going to be cold, Basically, you're telling whoever starts that game that you don't give a fuck about their career. <laughs> so that's complete nonsense. It's Jacob DeGrom, 
the Grom's turn. Mr. Grom, Jacob the Grom. Whatever. Mr. the Grom, Jacob the Grom. These Celtics are starting to kick in. I mean, I love the guy. I hope he's a Met forever. I almost said Ranger, but I quote myself. I hope he's a Met forever. He is already one of my favorite players of all time. But you can't skip his turn in the rotation because it's going to be cold. (laughs) You know what? It's over. It's over. Your turn. You think Jacob DeGrom would have said, no, okay, fine. I won't pitch. You know he's going to fucking No, pitch. I know he would have pitched. I'm just saying this guy who wrote the article in the post is that, that, wrong. Stop he, he, yelling. He didn't even dry on that article because they canceled that game at 12 o'clock today. So that, this game was n- never happening. My, I didn't know my, it was canceled until 6. When I went on FanDuel to, to pick a lineup. I was playing my whole around that game tonight. And what do you? What do you got? Your fucking baby shower presents? Yeah, my any last words. <laughs> my wife last weekend they had her baby shower, and one of my favorite gifts good. came from Vino's house from oh. Vino's daughter. She drew this thing, and it says "Baby things have happened," and she drew the logo. So shout out to Madison. Uh, baby things are happening in this house very very soon. So I thought that was really really cool and very very cute. So thank you to Pino's daughter, Madison. You did she, great. She enjoyed making that. And she yells at me, why am I watching myself on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've gotten the daddy. Why are you on YouTube? Uh, don't worry about it, it. You're not allowed to watch. Because if you don't, if we don't watch it, no one will. No one Anyway, will. this has been another installment, the 13th installment, mind you, of the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast. Good things happening for the Rangers. Hopefully we keep the good times rolling over the weekend. Take two more from the Devils. We'll see you next week to talk all about it and to give our knee-jerk reactions and overreactions and probably mention the Mets at least one or two times during the podcast. I want to thank Billy for all the work he does behind the scenes. I want to thank Kevin and AJ and Bino for being here every week. Ricky, that was very sweet what you said about Bino's daughter. I apologize for being a dick. You're not a dick. I think you're a, just a wonderful person inside and out. And... um Alex, wherever you are, hope you're having fun. We miss you on the podcast. Hope whatever wedding you're at is it's like, like a normal Zoom, life. It's like a Zoom wedding? It's like a social it's a real wedding, wedding in real no, life. Actually, whatever wedding he's at, he's got a designated driver. So. That's yeah. right. Enjoy that those things. times. <laughs> yes. <Other> times. <laughs> this has been the Ranger Things Have Happened podcast brought to you by Johnny C's Tees. Please follow us on Instagram and social media. Please follow Johnny C's Tees on Instagram and social media for all your swag needs. He's got whatever you want. T-shirts, long sleeve and short. Hats, jackets. Uh, and, and the koozies. The hats are awesome. If you check his Instagram, he's got these new hats. So that they're fantastic. So thank you to Johnny C for your sponsorship. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here tonight. Thank you to Brendan Azoff of The Back Check for joining us. We'll be back next week, hopefully in as good a mood as we are now. And uh, we thank you for watching. And if you're watching after the live show, we thank you for listening back. We appreciate it. We love you. Let's go Rangers. Four more points this weekend. We'll see you next week. The Islanders.